My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Our theme music. You played that for me today? Because <laughs> no, I need some respect. Oh, you need it. <laughs> You're saying I need it. <laughs> yes, I should respect you. <laughs> hey, we play that music as a way of letting you know we're doing our love and respect series. We love to have Dr. Emerson Egerich on occasionally just to remind folks of all of the great principles behind his best-selling book, Love and Respect, and now he also has another book, Love and Respect in the Family. And really, the, the, the stuff that he teaches, and he's now teaching some stuff with Dave Ramsey as well, is, it has, has saved marriages, thousands, tens of thousands of marriages. And it just makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's simple. It is simple. And, and for folks who follow the Bible, it's biblical. And for folks who don't, it can work for you too. Uh, so, so we love that about him. He was on the show yesterday. We had a good time. Him counseling me in my own marriage. Everybody will get to know. Yeah, a little bit more about my marriage and my husband, which I'm sure my husband will be absolutely yeah, thrilled about. Really respected. <laughs> <laughs> that I shared all that on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. Uh, I do have BFF in the house, Shelly Krause. Welcome, Shell. Yes, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. Um, okay, so I, I do want to let you know that we are on ChannelMom.com. We are on Facebook, backslash Channel Mom there, and also Twitter, at Channel Mom. We would love to hear from you. We do the show for mothers because so much media is out there that pays little attention to the mom and her needs as a woman, by the way, and as a parent and uh, gives moms not a lot of honor. So that's why we're here. So we love to hear from you. We love your feedback unless it's like super mean. And then that makes me cry. Just just be constructive. Yeah, just be if you're good at Yeah, I like that. That's good. So we'd love to hear from you. And you can certainly go watch all of our past shows at channelmom.com. We put video uh, of our past shows up there. And, of course, we're also on iTunes. So you can see our past uh, programs that we've done with Dr. Egerich and the most recent interview. And the, the Duggars, which we're fond of talking about, the Duggar family, 19 Kids and Counting, and all kinds of well-known people. But also some folks you've never heard of, but they can help you with things like weight loss and addiction and uh, other problems you may be struggling with with as a wife and or a mom or a single mom. Okay. So having said all that, I want to let you know we are going to do an Egerich a different way today. We actually have the daughter of Dr. Emerson and Sarah Egerich on today who brings a different perspective, which I love. And she's even willing to tell us what she questioned about her dad's theories, what her generation questions about it. 
in case you've heard of the Love and Respect books and maybe you have some questions yourself. And she's also going to get into healing from wounds. Uh, perhaps we'll ask her about her own wounds that she has received. Uh, I know that she went through a relationship struggle and maybe she'll share that with us. Uh, I want to let you know that Joy is the director of Love and Respect Now, which serves uh, uh, her generation of 18 to 35-year-olds with practical relationship insights that she's learned from her parents, as I said. And uh, through writing and speaking, Joy is bridging a gap between generations. And uh, I, I think that's great because this current generation, more opposed to traditional marriage than ever before. I mean, fewer and fewer, fewer, and fewer people getting married. In right. They're not opposed to marriage. They're just not getting married yeah, they don't have any. Well, because they. I mean, yeah, yeah they're not, not opposed, opposed to our marriage. Yeah, but but yeah, they don't believe in it for themselves. I think they think that if they don't get married, then they won't get divorced. Yeah, yeah. Even though you do yeah. get a divorce, that's interesting. That's, that's really what it is. That's good, Shell. That's good. Um, I also want to let you know that Joy is involved in something called the Illumination Project DVD series, which has received rave reviews, including from Dave Ramsey who I know is on at least our sister station and maybe perhaps on this station too. Jorge can give me a nod on that, but he's on our sister station. And most of our folks would know who he is and, uh, you know, rave reviews from Dave for the Illumination Project DVD series, which Joy can tell us about. But with no further ado, we want to welcome Joy Egerich to the Channel Mom Show. Welcome, Joy. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yes. I feel like we've got a lot of ground to cover with everything you just said I'm going to tell. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. You're going to have to smash. You're going to have to talk as fast as your dad does. You know, oh. he, he says I talk fast. By the way, he talks fast too. And you have to cut him oh. off. Yeah. He just gave me feedback on a talk that I gave at a college recently, and his first thing was that I talked too fast. And I was like, oh. well, isn't that the kettle calling the whatever that phrase <laughs> Yeah, the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, so tell us what your heart is. Because you, you heard the debate Shelly and I were just having about why fewer people maybe in your generation are interested in marriage and how they view some of the principles in your dad's book, which basically say that women need love in kind of an affection way and men mm -hmm. need respect in kind of an honoring way. And yet uh, when we look at the project illumination or the illumination project stuff, it says that, that you do push back on some of the mm -hmm. things in your dad's book because it doesn't always make sense to all of your peers. Why don't you tell us about that conflict there? Yeah. Well, a, a few thoughts from the things you've just said. Um, first of all, I find that almost 100% of my generation, and, and for what I do with Love and Respect now, I have a wide demographic of 18 to 35-year-olds. Um, almost 100% of people say they want to be married. Really? Um, really? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, 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 just, that's research out there, not just within the church. Everybody wants to be married, but there's, I think, the thing that's keeping the delay of marriage is there's a ton of fear um, because of what people have seen in the divorce culture. I mean, once, once you know, um, no-fault divorce kind of happened in the 80s and there was a spike in divorce and, and different things like that, then there's this fear set in. Plus, you had our parents' generation saying, you know, a lot of whom got married young, and so then they had maybe money issues or whatever. And I, I find that each generation gives advice based off of their experience as opposed to wisdom. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> so if they, had, if they had money issues and they'd say, oh, wait till you get out of college, wait till you have a job, wait till you see the world, world, you know. And so then it's like our generation waited, waited, waited. Then we've gotten either we've seen a bunch of divorce or we have gotten in relationships that haven't worked out. Um, because we haven't committed to marriage, and then you've got wounds, and, and there's all these things that are causing the delay of marriage. But in terms of people actually wanting to be married, they do. I do think we're moving to a place where um, people are saying, well, it might not happen 
for me, and that's almost like a self-preservation thing. But if you really get to know someone, yeah. most people want to be married, wow, and they want to have hope for marriage. That's big. And so, so that was I created the Illumination Project out of wanting to give hope to my generation for marriage and wanting to encourage them that, like you guys said about the love and respect message, it's simple. Once you understand it, once you understand that we, as husbands and wives, both need love and respect, which I'm sure my father explained, but that in conflict, sometimes we land on different interpretations of what our spouse is doing. And so I directed my parents' speaking events for two, uh, like two and a half years, and I, um, you know, thought, okay, this stuff's good. You know, but I kind of didn't, I wasn't having these, like, come-to-Jesus moments that people, that couples were having at the marriage Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, for a while, I thought, well, maybe it's just a generational thing. Because at first, a lot of people that were going to my parents' conferences were kind of around my parents. You know, maybe they'd been married for 15, you know, years on up. Yeah. And so I thought, well, maybe this is just a generational thing. But then I heard so, at every single conference, multiple people would say, why didn't we know this 20 years ago? If only I knew then what I know now. Every single conference, multiple times I heard those two phrases. Yeah. So, th- so then I started thinking, well, maybe it's, maybe it's not a generational thing. Maybe it's an experiential thing. That because I haven't been married in the day in and day out, I, it's not resonating with me as deeply. And so I wanted to pay attention to that. And I wanted to, th- I, I wanted to figure out, like, is this, is this stuff actual or, or is it just something, you know, my parents' generation? So... As you mentioned, I went through, I, I almost got married, and then I didn't. <laughs> yeah, and you know and, what? I, I don't want you to tell that story, because I want to wait and let folks hear that story after the break, if you don't mind sharing it. But no, can, that's fine. Can you tell me what the pushback was? As you sat there and you thought, this stuff really makes sense, but I'm not having a come-to-Jesus moment with it. What, what's the pushback in your generation that might question some of the principles, even though you yeah. know they're sound? Yeah, well, that the pushback came before really before I started working for them, it was, um, I was in college. And so they started working on this stuff when I was in college. So when I didn't grow up with love respect message or anything like that. So Uh I was in California, my parents were back in Michigan and I knew my dad was working on this material, but I didn't fully grasp it. You know, when you're in college, you're not paying attention to what your parents are doing. No, not at all. And so I specifically remember I was a um, communication studies major um, and even took classes on gender comp. So I, you know, I'm a senior in college. I think I know everything there is to know in the world, obviously. (laughs) And um, my dad calls me and he's like, you know, the book's being published and everything. And so he starts telling me, like, you know, it's based on Ephesians 5.33 that says um, husbands are to unconditionally love their wives. And I, you know, I was like, yeah, preach it. Amen. You know, that's great. And then he was like, and wives are commanded to unconditionally respect their husbands. And you and said, hold I, on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I th- I can remember I laid into him. Like, I just, I was, you know, uh, you know, I, I resonate with, the, I think, the positives of feminism. I, I see the good it's done for, for our culture. Obviously, there's bad, but I think there's, there was, I mean, I just this part of me that's going, look at all we've come, you know, like men who are demanding respect. Like, all I could see was a man in a tank top with a beer in his hand and a shotgun being like, woman, you better respect me, you know. That was that was my association. So that was my, I had a visceral, visceral response to the word unconditional respect and that women were commanded in scripture. And I, and so that was something that I really wrestled with and it was a, a process, but I think that um, what I've come to and what I real, what I've now wanted to preach to my generation is first of all, any man 
you know, with a shotgun and beer, demanding respect. That's not that's not God's heart, you know. And I had to come to this point where I realized are God's commands there to help His people or to hurt them? And so it took this. It took me realizing that it was culture that had defined what respect for a man meant. And so it was, it was this thing that it was my cultural definition, not God's definition. And, and, and and you reviled it in a way. And, and and my mom, by the way, was in the generation that was burning their bras and was following Gloria Steinem, if you even know that name Mm -hmm. and so on. So I I grew up in a very liberated generation, but strangely enough, Joy, because I grew up as a person who did not believe in Christ, did not follow biblical principles. When I had kids and I decided that Jesus was the way I was like, yeah, I'm totally going against everything that culture says about feminism. I'm going to totally love my, respect my husband and I'm going to be this good little housewife. So I had the different reaction, but my guess is that a lot of women in my generation and the one that follows have exactly your reaction. Like, why should I respect him? I've been, I've been working so hard to get my independence and freedom, right? Yeah. Well, and I think that's, I think that's a sect of feminism. I think, you know, we can celebrate feminism for what it did because all of us got to go to college and all of us can work at, you know, companies that we can vote, you know? Yeah. So for that, I'm so thankful for feminism. When it moves into a place where it's no longer equality and it's actually women are superior to men, that's when I want to throw feminism out the wall, you know? Sure. That's where I think we're doing damage. And so I'm grateful for what feminism has done for me. I think we need to culturally be very aware of what does it mean to be fully man, fully woman and as husbands and wives like how can we just honor the fact that maybe we're different and i think that's the powerful thing that clicked for me where it was that showing showing unconditional respect and showing unconditional love does not mean that we condone bad behavior you know but it's when you enter into this marital covenant god has this beautiful picture where we give each other a gift of grace that maybe we don't deserve but it's not it's not for either either husband or wife to not address things that are not okay or to stand in the way of abuse. I mean, I heard one of your ads as I was waiting to come on here about, that, you know, by and large, more women are abused than, than men are abused. That's just that I mean, men are generally bigger. There's, you know, that we want to protect women, and I love that you guys are doing that. Mm-hmm. And so we don't ever want a woman to advocate thinking and wisdom and what does God really want for me if she's in a, in a harmful situation. But for the most part, I think husbands and wives are goodwill people, as my dad talks about. I think that's yeah. one of the most powerful things. It's, these are goodwill people. You married this person because they were your friend. And we stop treating each other like friends, and we get into these conflicts where we're, instead of going, they're just different than me, we're expecting them to think, act, speak like us, and then yeah. we just get on this crazy cycle. Yeah, exactly, and, and what your dad explained in the last show. I'm going to take a break, yeah. but, but Joy, when we come back, I want you to tell folks about the Illumination Project, what you're doing with it uh, and in it with your father, and a little bit about your story, about uh, suffering through a broken relationship yourself and how that now comes to bear in things that you teach other folks that can be very healing for people to hear about your own brokenness. And I know Shelly has a question about how to approach, approach her own 18-year-old son who's in that group you deal with. So we'll have more with Joy Egerich when we return with The Channel Mom Show.
If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board-certified and specialized in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. (gasps) What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Welcome back to Channel Mom. Me, myself, and I, and BFF, Shelly Krause in the house. Yeah, all of us. There's all of us in the house. <laughs> I'm sure people do think I have three me. I mean, <laughs> because my personality is so overwhelming. <laughs> okay, we are so glad to have Joy Egerich back on the show with us. She is the daughter of the very well-known Dr. Emerson Egerich of Love and Respect fame, who's written a best-selling New York Times book about marital relationships called Love and Respect. And uh, Joy also had a part in his fairly new book, Love and Respect in the Family, The Respect Parents Desire and the Love Children Need. And Joy talked about that. I don't even know if we can get to that book today. I keep saying we're going to get to it. Um, but the, the Eggerichs have so many things going on. Joy uh, happens to be somebody who has a heart for the 18 to 35-year-old crowd because that's her crowd. And so she did something called the Illumination Project with her dad. It's a six-week study where they just talk about relationships from two different people's perspectives, two different age groups, two different generations, which I love. I've really been convicted lately. God's really laid it on my heart. Jenny, don't just talk to your cute little moms who've been stay-at-home moms like you, or maybe they've worked part-time. Talk to everyone. Talk to single moms, talk to, you know, stay-at-home moms, talk to working moms, talk to people who've never been moms, talk to people who want to be a mom, talk to people like Joy, who've never been married, um, but they've got important things to say about relationships. So with that, we want to welcome Joy Egerich back to Channel Mom. Welcome, Joy. Thank you so much. We're glad to have you. So tell us, if you don't mind, uh, about your broken relationship and how that now speaks into the things that you're doing with the Illumination Project and Love and Respect Now and so on. Yeah, I mean, I'll just start weeping, but <laughs> no, it was a long time ago. Okay. Um, but but it was the I had been directing my parents' conferences for about two and a half years. Yeah. And then um and then was headed towards getting married. Um and and then we ended up not getting married and I was just it was a really, really low time for me. I mean I, I took time off of work. Um I actually had people that were taking over my job because the nature of his work and everything, I was I was going to um, stop directing their conferences. And so I kind of 
took a break from my job slash I was out of a job. <laughs> yeah. Um, was it one of those lie on your bedroom floor and cry and think life's never going to be good again kind of moments? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so much so to the point where I remember I had one conversation with my dad where he just saw that I was on the brink of being skeptical of marriage and hating men. <laughs> yeah. um, and he, I remember him saying to me, you know, Joy, I just want to challenge you in this time where you are so low um, just to think about serving. And, and I, I was offended at the time. Like, I was just like, are you kidding me? I can't even get out of bed. Like, somebody needs to serve me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but that stuck with me. He didn't tell me I had to serve. He just asked me to be open to that. And so then I actually went away to this kind of, like, hippie community where you, like, work half the day to earn your keep, and then you study half the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so I, I went to – it was started by Francis Schaefer. He's a theologian. And, yeah. Um, and the first week that I got there, I broke my leg. Um, and, uh, so then I was like laid up in a bunk bed. I couldn't do anything. I was broken hearted and physically broken. And that phrase just kind of kept coming back to me, like be willing to serve. And so I just kind of had, I grew up in a Christian home. I am a Christian and I, um, but I was struggling because I realized I, I, I didn't realize till later, but I had essentially made this man God in my life. And so uh-huh. when it turned not good, um, it, it, it was, he became the voice of God, and then he kind of really did a number on my identity and who I was. And so for the first time in my life, I actually was really questioning God and his goodness, his existence, and all those things. And so I just, but I had to lay there and think about it all day. And so I just was like, okay, God, I physically cannot do anything. If you are real and you want me to serve, like you're, you're going to have to do something because I can't go anywhere. And it was during that time that people would come by one by one to, like, bring me food or, like, see how I was doing. And I would have conversations, and inevitably people would be like, so what do you do? Or, you know, and they'd find out what my parents did, and we'd talk about, you know, everybody has an opinion on relationships. Sure. So as we would talk about these things, I realized, wow, even in this area that I feel so broken, I have insight from my parents that's helping people, huh. you know. And, and it was just, it was literally the area that I didn't even want to touch or think about. Sure. And so, you know, fast forward about four months, and I finally, like, said to my parents, I was like, I have no idea what this would look like, but I feel like that phrase of everybody at the conferences saying, why didn't we know this 20 years ago? If only I knew then what I know now. Like, my generation doesn't even know that they're going to say that 20 years into marriage, but they will. Sure, but so, do you know what, you know what, Joy, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, but we only have about four minutes left. I think so often God turns our pace, place of pain into our ministry. You know, um, and, and I want to make sure we get to Project Illumination. You know, we earlier in the week, we had some folks on about um, their new book called Household Gods and how we do tend to elevate our spouses, our children, our homes, keeping up with the Joneses into a God position. And I actually think it's a fabulous lesson you learned before you then could turn around and counsel people in marriage, which is very important, but not God. And yeah. nor was your, your former, you know, a fiancé God. And so I yeah. think it's a great lesson you learned. I'm going to let Shelly just ask you one question. Do, didn't you want to know, like, what one thing she would say through the Illumination Project, all the things she learned to your 18? What would Yeah, you, well, she hadn't gotten to that far yet. But, yeah. yeah. So what do you say to 18-year-olds? Young. So the 35-year-olds, I'm thinking even younger than that, fresh out of high school or early in college, what do you say to them through the Illumination Project about relationship and marriage and and we only have about two and a half minutes so i want to make sure we get to your promo so just like a one minute answer well um yeah i mean the whole point of the illumination project um and what i found as a culmination so i've had my site for 
uh, well, I've been doing this for like seven years. I had my site for a little over five years, and I set it up in the place where people would ask me relationship questions, and then I would answer them. And one of the themes, a few of the themes that I kept coming back to were telling people, like, I love that people were asking me questions, but I always sensed that there was more to the story than I was getting. So I was like, you need to seek older, wiser counsel. I kept saying that over and over. I also would tell people they need to live their relationships in the light. This is whether people are 18, whether people are 35, whether they're single, dating, married, divorced. I, mean, I just realized that so many people that kept everything so private were usually the people that were ending up in dysfunction. Huh. But people who were in actual community were open with people who knew them, who were wiser and generally older. There was freedom in that. And, um, and so what I've done with the Illumination Project is something that I don't think is happening, which is the, the church, for you know, good intentions, has separated people into young parents groups, high school groups, yeah. college groups, yeah. single. And I think that we we lose something when we don't have these intergenerational, interseasonal dialogues. So the whole point of the generation is for someone like your son, who is 18, to go through this series to learn about dating, singleness, and marriage, male-female differences, and be in it. Ideally, my, my hope is that if he's single, be in it with people who are maybe 25 and dating, and then maybe a couple who's 29 and married, and then you and your husband or another older couple that you guys know that will open their home, have dinner, and have this discussion together. Because a single person can learn so much from a married person, but a married person can learn so much from single people as well. Yeah, that's good. That is the picture of what the church is supposed to be, and people are learning together. Yeah. I mean, that helps, right, Shell? And we should be doing that. Well, yeah, and generational too. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. and it's really on my heart that we need to be getting together in groups that are much more broad than we are typically. Joy, yeah. uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Can you tell folks how to find you and how to find the Illumination Project DVD and how to find Love and Respect Now? Yeah, I mean, we're, Love and Respect Now is on every. I mean, it's loveandrespectnow.com, and then we're on Instagram, Twitter, all of that. And then the Illumination Project is, um, you can find it on loveandrespectnow.com as well. Um, as well as loveandrespect.com. Yeah. So moms listening today can definitely send their late teenagers, early 20s there. Grandmas can send people there. We can all go there because we should all be talking together. So I love it. Joy Eggert, yeah. you're a blessing. Thank you so much for being on Channel Mom, my dear. And one day we'll have you on as a mommy. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> okay. All right. No pressure. No pressure. All right, sweetheart. Thanks so much for being on. We'll be right back with Channel Mom. Hi, this is Jenny, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids, so she understands that when you buy a home, you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication Hello. to companionship, from fun Whee! to love, from passion Mwah. and purpose to good old intimacy. <sighs> what are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit marydashwell.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Channel Mom. Next week, some single mom advice that I know you're going to be oh, helped by. And our wonderful parenting uh, 
behavior friends, behavior makeover, Ann and Linda, coming up next week. In the meantime, Mom, thank you for all you do, even when you think nobody notices, to raise your children well. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.